Athimo Sasana on SAFM. So let's get straight into our thinking point then. In the past 18 months, there have been heated disputes uh, surrounding travel routes, particularly in the public sector. And they seem to have been targeted incidents of intimidation, shooting and stoning. Now, these incidents have put passengers as well as staff in danger, as you can imagine, as some of them have also uh, taken place at bus premises. Intercape carries up to 1.2 million commuters every year. And it's reported 150 violent incidents so far. The carrier calling for the president and the, the Department of Transport to intervene. Basil Govender is the executive manager of the Southern Africa Bus Operators Association. He joins us on the line. Mr. Govender, good morning. Morning, Kathy, and to your listeners, thanks for having us. I think if we can begin with just understanding how big is the problem of um, the buses that are being targeted here, and do we know why this is happening? Kathy, indeed, yeah. Uh, It's widespread, but for context, uh, so just for your listeners as well, the bus and coach industry is one of the most regulated and compliant sectors. So it's not just uh, intercity and long distance. We've got scholar, learner transport, cross-border, tour charter services, commercial contracts, and commuter services that are subsidized by government. All of these, and the issues are widespread across all sectors. And it's been getting prominence in the last two years, but these are effectively problems that date back to early 2000s. Uh, with long-standing trends, issues of intimidation. It's really seeming to be a systematic and coordinated attack on the bus industry. But sadly, to date, no one has been brought to book or held accountable, and the losses are humongous, uh, Cathy. When you as an industry try to study the patterns and even where this violence is stemming from, what have you found? Well... Therein lies one of the crux of the problems. We we are finding it difficult to have a coordinated uh, approach and data set because the the one of the first stumbling blocks is getting it reported. So when an operator goes to try and report this, it's not uh, the assistance uh, emanating from the local uh, police stations and uh, structures are not very accommodating. It's time-consuming. It's always almost uh, referred back to say, can you try and sort it out with the people that are uh, attacking you? Now, that's obviously the wrong uh, approach. But, uh, you know, the main, uh, what we found in the main, the routes and sectors that are affected are the Joburg, Limpopo, and this is intercity and long distance, yeah, within the park station and Messina uh, precincts, those are cross-border operations. Free State and Lesotho is also cross-border. In the Western Cape, you've got commuter, scholar, intercity, and cross-border. And in the Eastern Cape, the same. Uh, KZN, you've got commuter services. Northwest and Limpopo, you've got commercial contracts around mining. So you can see there's there's not a, a specific area or route but the modus operandi shifts uh, ongoing, uh, and it's difficult to to predict and trend what is going to happen next, Kathy. So, so give us a sense then of 
of just some of the more common incidents that some of the bus uh, drivers or, or even operators would be experiencing? So they they, they start with uh, intimidation, as in you know being stopped en route by unknown persons. In some cases, people identify themselves to be belonging to uh, uh, taxi operations, but. M- you know, these this mainly get put down to rogue or, or clandestine uh, taxi operators. So it's never just an issue between a taxi operator or a bus operator. But in the main, uh, it starts that with intimidations. Then it's now escalated to blatant, almost uh, policing by these individuals, where the bus and the driver would be subjected to uh, producing permits and uh, demonstration of uh, legal operations and compliance. And as I said, we are a highly regulated and compliant sector. So then it moves on to extortion, and failing which, then the acts of violence, shooting, stoning, and uh, and I might add, uh, Kathy, there's a capitalization in this environment now for criminal element to start stopping buses and then subjecting the uh, commuters to criminal acts of theft, robbery, and the like. So mm. it's really widespread and, mm. and getting out of control. Mm. So, 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 so what are you saying, Basil? Are you saying that on some routes, buses are stopped and these individuals pretending to be whatever, either, you know, uh, taxi operators or inspectors of sorts who you don't know where they're coming from, that these individuals will get into a bus and rob passengers? Well, not specifically Mm. them, but the trend has now evolved to open up that arena. So you never know which is going to happen. So generally, the the one element is to stop a bus and see that you are uh, compliant, you have a permit, why, uh, you have a schedule, why are you operating this route? And that's the one element. And of recent, it's now uh, sort of escalating to isolated incidences of criminals getting on and robbing people. Just, uh, It's not as widespread, but that certainly is a cause for concern going forward as well. You talked about uh, extortion earlier. Does that include... Um extortion of of the commuters as well that they expect um money from from some of the passengers that are on board no uh, thankfully not to that extent but uh, the extortion is primarily on the bus operator uh, and in many cases the buses are impounded and taken to depots the so-called holding depots until mm-hmm. a payment is made for the release of the bus and and these are non uh, law enforcement uh, uh, people that are doing that, uh, Kelly. What happens if some of your drivers don't stop? Well, there's always the threat uh, and the high risk of uh, the danger of 60, depending on how many people, but it varies between 35 to 60 commuters, depending on the type of the bus. So, these are brave individuals who are well-trained, and in, in many instances, and in, in some of the specific incidences with Intercape on the M2 in Johannesburg when they were shot at, luckily he was able to bring the bus uh, to a halt safely 
despite being under threat and under fire. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's really becoming a case of for the employees starting a day wondering whether there's going to be an attack or not, and then how do I best protect uh, the passengers. But uh, let me just give you context as well in terms of this extortion and uh, uh, illegal enforcement. On the long-distance intercity routes, uh, some of the uh, taxi operators are deeming a scheduled service to only load once a day. For example, if your schedule says AM and PM loading, they tend to block the PM loading uh, of uh, buses out of various uh, entities. Now, people have booked tickets, and what happens is they end up having no option but to take a taxi or people in the intermediate stops in the uh, en route in the other towns end up waiting after being dropped by family at a location uh, late afternoon, evening, mm. and the bus doesn't arrive, and, Basil, and they are left stranded. Yeah, Basil, let me do this. I'm going to keep you on the line. Basil Govender, uh, he's with the Bus Operators Association, speaking to us about that problem they're experiencing in the industry. Let me go to Luanda Maume, who's got the latest 930 News headlines. SFM Talking Point. We continue the conversation on the talking point, our thinking point today. Basil Govender, he's executive manager of the Southern African Bus Operators Association, and he's talking to us about the increasing threat that bus drivers and operators are coming under from unknown individuals, at times suspected to be an extension of those marshals we've spoken about operating in the taxi industry. Unfortunately, um, we're seeing increases in the violence, the harassment, the intimidation, not just towards drivers, but also towards passengers of buses. So, Basil, you were telling us about um, some of the challenges that are being faced by commuters currently. Yes, Cathy. And I think one needs to look at you know some of the core issues that contribute to this. Obviously, in the current context, there's a perfect storm of economic indicators making pressures on all operators, you know, untenable. The fuel price, the uh, increasing inflation, uh, and uh, the like. But uh, I think in in the main, we have to put this issue collectively at the door of government. For too long now, the issues around public transport and the policy issues around public transport are just lingering and unresolved. Now, at Saboa, we've engaged in discussions at NEDLAC and also with the NDOT, specifically on this aspect for a collaborative or multidisciplinary approach uh, towards violence avoidance. Because in the industry, it's not just this intimidation, which starts as that, then it becomes extortion. Then it turns to actual asset destruction and uh, losses, huge losses. Uh, but sadly, government's uh, commitment to this is, is firstly misaligned along all the tiers of government. There seems to be no one taking accountability to actually step up and have engagements with the industry at large. And, and we'll continue to pressure it. We, we highlighted this at the Sabawa conference as well, uh, at which Minister Mbalula did the opening address, and he committed to engaging. So we've sent him a follow-up formal request, and uh, we wait patiently. 
broadly speaking, Kathy, you know, a lot of these issues may and should be resolved through policy and uh, regularization, but that's a long, medium to long-term plan. For now, we need to get started. And to get started, we need perhaps, uh, you know, the, the key urgent actions is to get recognition, first of all, from tiers of government that this is a serious issue, allocate resources accordingly, and importantly, set up a centralized reporting line nationally so we can start collating data, then we get trends. Uh, and then together with that, if we can create a team that includes rep industry representation, uh, that gets a mandate with oversight, and we start tackling the problem right. and identifying the core issues and problem areas, Kathy. Basil, let's leave it there for this morning. Basil Govender, he is with the Southern African Bus Operators Association.